You're listening to Legal Skinny Podcast with Trisha Verita. I'm a 15-year licensed practicing attorney in the state of Texas. I created Legal Skinny because when I've been invited to do educational seminars on different subjects in employment law, employers and HR professionals would often ask me, where can they find out a little more information on this or a little more information on that? Look, I get it. There's a lot of resources out there, but sometimes it's confusing and people are so busy. Sometimes people have only 30 or 15 or maybe even five minutes in their day to devote to learning something new. On this podcast, you'll hear me have discussions and interviews on topics relevant to employers. Disclaimer though, Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and doesn't create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Legal Skinny podcast. What is going on with the incentives for vaccines? If you saw the title of this episode, Pot for Shots, and thought, this is it, Trisha's finally decided to talk marijuana. Well, you're right. (laughs) So let's dish. So a CNN article covers that in a joint effort, and and please enjoy the clever pun uh, there. I I cannot take credit for it. But in in their joint effort, uh, two Michigan pot shops, Greenhouse of Walled Lake and You Baked Cannabis of Burton, promised to give away weed to adults who show up with proof of a pandemic vaccination. So, uh, you know, I did some research on this, visiting their Instagram page. That's the research, guys. And I I learned that they are saying, you know, thank you to all those helping to end the pandemic by running a promo called Pot for Shots till the end of February 2021. So you provide proof of the vaccination and it gets you a free uh, You Bake 2 pre-roll. Um, if you could see the picture, uh, you're welcome to visit their Instagram page, but uh, they have labels. They actually have branding for the pot for shots uh, sort of logo and everything that goes, you know, on the three to four inch cylinder tube, you know, housing your reward. So also as a side note, while I was doing this research for this and, and perusing uh, the Greenhouse uh, website, I also saw that they were featured in the Cannabis Business Times. And yes, If you're thinking, wow, I did not know there's a magazine called Cannabis Business Times. Yes, there is. And I totally signed up for the free newsletter because why not? So uh, stay tuned for maybe more pot uh, podcasts. (laughs) But this podcast isn't just about these two Michigan companies. And and what I think uh, for them is probably really good PR. I want to chat with you about incentives. The incentives for this COVID-19 vaccine. Back in episodes number 29 and number 33, if you remember, I titled uh, Should Employers Mandate Vaccines? That was a part one and a part two. I talked a lot about the mandate issues, right? But let's flip that over. As a kid, you know, you would go to the doctor's office and maybe you would get like a lollipop or a sticker, right? If you were, if you were a good patient. But you know, how much different is it for employers to incentivize their employees to get this COVID-19 vaccine? Now, I'm not proposing to give the employees a lollipop or a sticker. What I mean is, you know, what exactly should employers be doing about the vaccine for their employees? And how 
or when or can they incentivize them? I mean, you're probably thinking what, you know, most employers are thinking, which is doesn't the U.S. government want us to encourage our employees to get vaccinated? So I I think yes. I mean, I would say yes, it would appear that they definitely do. From the clear publications, even as recently as January 29th, you know, 2021, when OSHA published the Protecting Workers Guidance, you know, uh, right there on number 14, it states, you know, making uh, a COVID-19 vaccine or vaccination series available at no cost to all eligible employees is something they encourage employers to do. And further for employers to provide information and training on the benefits and safety of vaccinations. So yes, I think the government wants employers to help them get the word out to get people vaccinated for COVID-19. Now, now back to the lollipopper stickers that your pediatrician may have given you. What exactly um, are employers um, doing to encourage employees to get the vaccine? Beyond the education and training that I just mentioned that OSHA encourages, you know, what can they do? What should they do? So I'm going to use Kroger's as an example here. Kroger Company, uh, in a press release on February 5th, announced that they were going to provide a one-time payment of $100 to all associates who receive the full manufacturer-recommended doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. And and that sounds pretty good. <laughs> it's a good incentive, you know, $100. And you'll see other companies have done this as well. But, uh, or, or some, you know, similar type, you know, paying for different things in order to encourage people to go out, get the vaccine. So be careful of jumping on the bandwagon and getting caught up in the whirlwind of it all. Because where you just start throwing around incentives for vaccines, you know, what sounds good, right? Pot for shots. No, <laughs> I'm not saying go there. So while some employers, okay, have chosen to go the route of these incentives, I, I want to point out to you that, that others are quite worried. And, and so worried, or should I say maybe concerned is the better word, that, you know, on February 1st, 2021, you may have missed it, but a coalition of 41 business groups, actually, including the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, the American Dental Association, the American Hotel and Lodging Association, the Associated Builders and Contractors, the Associated General Contractors, the National Restaurant Association, the National Association of Manufacturers, they all sent a letter to the EOC uh, with their concerns about these incentives and whether they could provide incentives related to the vaccine. Specifically, they stated, and, and I've read the letter, it's not a long letter, <laughs> I'll tell you that, um, but um, it states, you know, we're hopeful that COVID-19 vaccines will provide a pathway to safely restart the economy. And we want to help facilitate and expedite the vaccination process. To that end, we're writing to ask the EEOC to quickly issue guidance clarifying the extent to which employers may offer employees incentives to vaccinate without running afoul of the Americans with Disabilities Act and other laws enforced by the EEOC. They go on to explain their, the, the eagerness of many employers to offer incentives, but that many employers are also expressing to them their hesitation because the law is not clear. And specifically, you know, they address and talk about the issues about wellness incentives being closely scrutinized, especially by the EEOC. So the bottom line is they want the EEOC to define a permissible incentive 
that employers can give employees for the vaccine in as broad a terms as possible. And, and they state, we strongly encourage the EOC to act quickly and provide guidance on this important issue. Now, as we, you know, as I record this today, the, the, the vaccine isn't readily available in such a way that, you know, it's easy for employers to go, everybody go out and get vaccinated, you know. So, you know, maybe the EOC is biding their time. But at this point, they have not responded to this, to these 41 groups and provided this clarification that they're requesting. And, you know, uh, in the press release for Kroger's, it appears that they tried to sort of address how they were going to handle the issue. Um, and then the Kroger's press release came out a couple of days after this letter to the EEOC by these 41 groups. And in Kroger's, the way they decided to handle it was that associates who can't receive the vaccine due to medical or religious reasons will have the option of completing an educational health and safety course to receive the same payment. But is that enough? I think if you ask the 41 groups that wrote the letter to the EOC a few days before Kroger's press release, I think you're going to get from them that they think it's still super unclear. And, and, you know, they're hesitant to tell the members of their various associations, all these businesses across the United States, that it's clear that they should go ahead and, and provide incentives and, and follow, um, you know, the track of many employers that are providing incentives. So I think what the other part that you have to think about this is that there's a company cultural aspect to all of this. When you offer benefits to some, even if they have different ways of obtaining the same benefit, then you're still treating some individuals differently. And depending on how it's done and depending on who your workforce is, you know, and how they communicate or how they treat each other and how the culture was already, it can affect the dynamic of the workplace. And let's face it, you know, the culture of the workplace, it's, it's been a huge challenge in, uh, over the last year, especially with all the different changes that have occurred in the workplace. So due to these kind of gray issues, you know, about incentives for employees, you may want to tread lightly in your choices around incentives. You know, it's not as easy as, <laughs> as it may seem to get this one right. It's certainly not as easy as, as when, you know, the pediatrician gave you a lollipop or a sticker uh, when you were a kid. Remember, though, that OSHA did encourage education around the vaccine. So if you're trying to diffuse apprehension with the employees, it may be worth it to explore that if you're wanting to go and give something to the employees about encouraging them to get the vaccine. And that's the legal skinny on pot for shots. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the legal skinny podcast. Do not forget to subscribe to get future podcast episodes. Also check out legalskinny.com to join our newsletter and get details on all the educational resources we offer the employer. Also disclaimer, Remember, legal skinnies for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So also remember, this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you.